0: Welcome to Spooky and Sober, episode two. Where addiction... (laughs) No,
1: just say it. Where addiction dies and life begins. I'm Vega.
0: And I'm Talyn. And again, this is our second episode. Today we are going... Should we talk about anything first? I guess I should talk about my sober news, huh? Today is 30 days sober for me. So, that's pretty dope. Um, I did a Zoom chat with the Satanic Temple Sober Faction, which was really rad. It was my first one, and it was a lot better than AA for me. It was fun. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I didn't get a chip, though. I want my 30-day chip. Chips. You're going to have to make me one.
1: I did. It's on our on our
0: page. I know, but I want something I can hold. Um, anyway, I don't know. Sobriety's still, it's going pretty easy still. Knock on wood. How do you feel? I feel like it's been fun. Don't you?
1: Yeah, it's definitely.
0: Uh, I think we talked
1: about last time, just like finding new things and new hobbies and new fun drinks like you said there's so much new stuff out there with like cbd drinks
0: <laughs> yeah i talked about it um, to people when i shared in the zoom chat today i was like i think one of my new favorite hobbies is finding fun on alcoholic beverages <laughs> like i feel like each of us now we either have like three to four like drinks at all time i'm just like here's my coffee here's my soda water here's my energy drink um and yeah but uh, again, I don't feel like we put each- put ourselves in like lots of social situations too much. True. But that's...
1: we're also in the middle of moving and everything, so
0: Yeah, that's true. Our house Saving. is a our Saving house is money. a fucking wreck right now. It's really weird to be like in this in between phase. We're like trying to get rid of like ninety nine percent of our shit so we can move into the fifth wheel. Um, trying to fix it up. And yeah, so that's been interesting and it's it's hard I hate being in this like in-between place where it's like our house is like bare and empty and gross and I don't know I just want I want it to be over and it kind of sucks having it in October because normally we'd have all of our Halloween decorations up and it would look all beautiful and now it's just kind of gross and there's no Halloween decorations really and that kind of makes me sad, but
1: it's like an abandoned haunted house now. Oh,
0: if you think about like
1: that because we have supposedly we live in a house that somebody died.
0: Oh my in. God, that's a story that we should do. I can't oh okay, we're gonna have to do it. Our house literally was inhabited, I think right before right before us, by a young lady that died. Or no, I mean she didn't just die; she, was, she murdered. was murdered.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to do that episode. Bring the Ouija board out. We're gonna get spooked. She might visit us.
1: Uh-huh.
0: She might. <laughs> um, but let's get to today's story, which is local here, to Bend, Oregon, and this is the tragic and crazy murders of Raymond Atkinson Jr. and Natasha, Tasha is what she normally went by, newbie, and this is crazy, and um, so I've kind of been researching the story this time, and Vega, I know you know like a little bit of it, but um, it's going to be a little bit new to you, so that's how we're going to kind of do this episode, and I'm sorry in advance trying to keep along, it took me like a couple days to... Like get all the names straight because it's just weird it's a lot it's it's really you know twisty and windy and kind of hard to follow, but hopefully we can make some sense of it, okay, so I'm gonna start so um Raymond was thirty four years old, and he was engaged to Tasha, who was twenty nine years old. They were pretty cute. I mean, I looked, they both had a Facebook that you can still look at. They were pretty adorable. They were engaged and they were going to get married in the spring. And this was in 2020. So they were going to get married in the spring. Um, from what like friends said and stuff, it looks like they had lots of pets and loved all their fur babies. A lot of like their pictures were of them with different animals. Um, friends would normally describe them as like a sweet and innocent couple not really sure what, like, innocent means as, like, a late 20s, early 30s, but innocent. <laughs> um, uh, Tasha's Facebook page, like, her little bio, had a quote, and it said, you're entirely bonkers, but I'll tell you a secret, all the best people are. Which kind of reminds me of the Alice in Wonderland quote. Doesn't it? Is
1: that from anything? No, not that I can recall right now, but...
0: um, Yeah, they they seemed super sweet uh look like they like to like hunt and fish and do outdoorsy stuff and again look like they really loved all their pets and love animals which i know i just (laughs) said they like to hunt it is
1: it is from Alice.
0: oh it is from alice monday yeah huh so we're all mad and we're all bonkers interesting good to
1: know it's a it's that start of the quote have i gone mad i'm afraid so you're entirely bonkers but i will tell you a secret all the best people are
0: Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, well, so she was an Alice in Wonderland fan, which we are very much. Um, And, uh, yeah, so they seem just like a cute, normal, bend couple. Uh, One of our main sources that I'm going to be using today is the Bend Bulletin, and the author is Garrett Andrews. Um, So these people so basically they you know they're there I think they had a few friends that you know and relatives family members that would hang out on a regular basis and from what I could tell it was just a you know a family friend that was wondering you know it'd been a couple days since they had seen them and we're just kind of wondering like where they were and what was up so they stopped into their house well actually she called the police department to do kind of a welfare check i guess and this was on august 15th 2020 and they found both of them dead um they had figured out that they had been murdered
1: so that was five five months into the pandemic
0: yeah it started in march yeah when you think about it huh the pandemic made everybody extra crazy and lots of crazy shit bonkers bonkers Lots of crazy shit happened, so who knows? That could have had something to do with it. Um, and so, anyway, they figured out that they were actually murdered August 11th. So, that was four days later that they found them in their homes. Um, and, you know, apparently it was extremely brutal like blood everywhere, very violent, um, immediately ruled as a homicide um, Raymond was found lying on top of a pile of tools in the basement, and Natasha was on a nearby pool table, uh, and again, yeah, just, I mean, covered in blood from what I've read, uh, family friend John Farley said, um, that they had been bludgeoned to death, and I think so from what it seems like he went to their house to kind of take care of it like after after the um like investi- investigators came in and did their thing like he went and stayed there um because he said in his quote he's like it's hard to sleep here like knowing like if the killer like whether or not the killer will return huh. and I'm just like why would you stay there yeah like especially right after well and what I'm going to tell you later like like he must have been like this must have been right after cuz anyway but i don't necessarily know why you would do that cuz that would be creepy as fuck um friends were you know obviously super upset all the family and friends um especially um uh, tasha's sister Rachel Hoffman um you know she was uh she'll be a main big part of this story later on but um yeah they're all you know extremely upset they set up this little shrine so it was funny because one of the friends said like um Ray's one of Ray's favorite beers was Corona so a bunch of people were like coming to the house and like leaving Corona bottles and the guy that was living in the house was like I don't know what to do with them all so he put a dresser out front and like it was like their little shrine people would drop off like corona bottles and, you know, flowers and anything that, like, was, you know, meant something special to them.
1: Coronavirus.
0: Oh, whoa. Coronavirus. Coronavirus. Anyway, uh, where was I? Um, yeah, set up a shrine and, okay, this part was, like, I don't know. So, apparently, the people that were living there, like, or the people, or the friend that was staying there, whoever, some of the family friends, I guess, or the family, like, let anybody come into the bloody basement where they were murdered to, like, quote-unquote pay their respects, but also, I'm like, did you charge an admi- admission fee? Like, that's weird as fuck. Huh. Like, can you imagine, like, someone close to you was, like, murdered, and then, like, there's, like, crime scene, which... Like, I don't know I was still super gross and bloody and mm-hmm. not cleaned up at that point, And that you're just... I mean, I guess if they're keeping it as some sort of memorial. And I think
1: you have to pay money for those, like, companies to come in that, like, clean up after.
0: Oh, that makes dies. sense. That makes sense, because I'll tell you something later. <laughs> and that would make sense. Maybe they didn't have a lot of money to pay for that stuff. But, yeah, they read, like, whoever wanted to. Like, it wasn't even just, like, a few select family members. They were, like whoever wants to can come I mean I just feel like it's like a tour of the basement being like here look at this brutal thing mm-hmm. I don't know why you need to go down to like where the crime actually happened to pay your respects but you yeah, know, to each their own I suppose um, and immediately all the friends and family members were like we know who fucking killed them 100% It was Ken Atkinson. And if that last name sounds familiar, it's because he shares the same last name as Raymond Atkinson. So, Ken and Ray were half-brothers, shared the same dad. And apparently lived in that house growing up and, you know, were fairly close and close to their dad. Um, And let's see close to their dad justice for Ray and Tasha um called on our local DA John Hummel to arrest him and like everyone was like why the fuck aren't you arresting Ken like we know it's him like figure it out um and all in all this thing took a whole year for it to come to some sort of conclusion so this whole time they're like why like we know it's him like go and arrest him
1: I read that uh the DA didn't wanna get or grab uh, Ken
0: mm-hmm.
1: because they're a suspected two killers.
0: Yeah, so talk about that. Um but yeah, so um yeah, they were like, Go, go get your boy. We know who it is. Um, and get more into Ken and Ray's story, so Ken was or is now I guess he's probably fifty eight now was fifty seven um he was living in Eli, Nevada, but grew up in Bend. He was a former prison guard for Nevada Department of Corrections, which you know, I mean prison guards. I feel like you know what kind of people those are who are. Do you? (laughs) I mean, I'm not saying hashtag not all men, but a prison guard. You know, they're not always great people. At least this one wasn't. So yes, so they were the only two sons of their dad, and their dad had passed away in 2019. So they grew up in that house together. And again, this so this was the house that Tasha and Ray were living in when they were murdered. So that is the house. So this is the house that they grew up in when they were young. Um, seemed very close, very close. Both were very close to their dad, but their dad died in 2019. And I couldn't find if it was like, if he was sick and they knew it was coming or if it was something like that just happened and no one knew because- Or
1: was he murdered?
0: Murdered could be that'd be another twist huh um but either way he didn't leave a will so you know no will and he had no way no will no way and he had a so the house was like four hundred thousand dollar estate so that was like you know that's a lot of money that's almost a half million dollars which i mean i know is nothing in ben's current housing market Because every house here is now like half a million or more dollars, but um, yeah, so four hundred thousand estate, which is you know nothing, nothing to turn your nose up at, Um, and so apparently just turned into this battle where they were just like going at it, and they were like, this money should be mine. No, this money should be mine. A lot of people described it as Cain and Abel jealousy which I know is from the Bible, but I don't care about the Bible. I
1: thought that was a comic book. (laughs) Cain and Abel.
0: And I had to Google it because I know nothing about what is inside the Bible. Um, So apparently Cain and Abel were the first two sons of Adam and Eve. I just realized in my notes I wrote sons, S-U-N-S. I don't know why. (laughs) (laughs) But <laughs> <laughs> well, the first two sons of adam and eve um who was
1: the moons
0: dad joke oh right there i mean that was funny
1: like dad because the dad's dead
0: no that's not funny oh. <laughs> too soon uh so uh two sons of adam and eve one was a farmer one was a shepherd and apparently god was playing favesies and favored Abel over Cain. And so Cain was like, fuck this shit. Daddy, you suck. And Abel, you suck. And I'm gonna kill you. So Cain murdered Abel jealousy. So anyway, I saw that in multiple sources. That was like Cain and Abel style jealousy. And I was like, okay, okay. Bible's pretty nar nar. And Um, so there was like a bunch of accusations that started coming out. Ken said that like, um, Ray had a, like a safe deposit box with the will in it, but wouldn't like let him look at it was hiding it or something, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, they took it, like, they took it to court and the judge was like, you guys are both dumb and just ruled them both co-representatives. They're like, there's no will. Can't find a will. Like you both are equal.
1: No will, no way.
0: No will, no way. And we're both like you guys are equal you know partners in this so half and halvesies. here you guys go you're both gonna be co-representatives of this 400k estate and that sure didn't make either of them happy yeah they were not happy about that um and yeah so i i wonder how long i don't know how long like tasha and ray because tasha and ray were living in that house and ken i think at the time was in nevada or something but like
1: was the dad living there when he was alive
0: yeah i believe so so i don't know maybe he let maybe like tasha and ray were living with the dad like when the dad died perhaps and so that's why they were still there um but yeah so they were living in that house um And obviously, you can see why. You know, they the co-representatives like they each thought that they deserved the full, the full money from the estate, and then they end up, deed. So everyone was like, "Fucking Ken did it," um, and of course Ken said that his brother's death was tragic and accusations against him, innuendo. Which, please tell me if you can make sense of that. His death was tragic, and accusations against him were innuendo. I'm like, I don't think that's the right word <laughs> for what you're trying to say. Right? Does that make sense? At all? The innuendo. Uh,
1: not, not, not in that sentence. Not the way you said it.
0: Yeah, doesn't make any sense. So I don't really know what he meant by that. But anyway, that's what he said. He was like, no, 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 no way. Not me. Like that's brother's death was tragic. It was so sad. Uh, Oh, man. Like, I just feel like he didn't even really try that hard to be like sad about it or make it look believable. Um, And so Ken probably at this point was like, oh, hell yeah. Like he's dead. This money's going to be mine. You know, no one else to fuck with like it's all mine and then out of the woodwork comes jonathan woodstock woodstock out of the woodwork and jonathan so here we go again so jonathan was half brothers with ray (laughs) (laughs) so they shared the same mother Mm. are you following
1: yeah
0: took me a while so ray and ken shared the same dad ray and jonathan shared the same mom so, they were half-brothers as well.
1: Brothers from another mother. Brothers
0: from the same mother, actually. Mm-hmm. Brothers from another father, in this case. Um, and so, uh, Jonathan came, and he, like, he moved to Bend, and somehow, I don't really know how the legal system works like that, or or at all, really, but uh, he took over, raised half of, like, the co- um representative ship, you know, so he's like raised dead and things are weird and I'm gonna like basically step in and be his half of the deal here. Oh, and Ken, your boy, was V mad. V V mad. That's what I have in my nose. I said V mad. Because can you imagine he was like, ooh, all this money's mine and then Jonathan shows up and he's like, What the fuck? And so John I'm gonna call him John. (laughs) It's okay if I call you John um he moved to bend so i'm not sure it was where he was before but he moved to bend and he moved into the house and there's (laughs) notes in there that he had to so this is where this comes up with the you saying that like it's expensive to hire someone to come clean Mm -hmm. uh murder scene because they said that he had to scrub blood like go Uh, into the basement and like there's blood literally fucking everywhere and he had to like scrub and clean the blood and literally my notes i'm like why 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 yeah. I don't know.
1: <laughs> what was that movie, The Sunshine? Remember, and there was a mom and like daughter, and they
0: would go in. Sunshine of the Internal Mind.
1: No, that's like Jim Carrey <laughs> stuff. No, this was two girl, two girls. I think they were mom and daughter or sisters, and they were they, they ran a company that would go in and clean up, you oh, know, murders and yeah. stuff. And that's a that's a thing. I I have to look it up, but yeah you like pay for
0: of course it's you do they capitalism
1: like, they have to wear like hazmat suits and like have you know like super like whatever products to clean out blood yeah and i'm sure i mean i get that it's expensive
0: matter. but like i feel like it should be included in, <laughs> in
1: the <There's> no package <laughs> price
0: in the package deal From of who? murder i don't know like I don't know. I bet. I bet people who don't live in America don't pay for people what? to come clean the like. You no. have to clean. You have to scrub the blood of your loved one out of the house. Yes,
1: and I, I hundred percent think in different countries that it's probably even worse. No. They probably still have the bodies there. <laughs> yeah, probably. Anyways, no, there's no. You don't pay the police. Oh, I did
0: actually. Come. Now that now that we're talking about this, I saw that there's. I'm not on TikTok, nor will I be. But I did see like that. Um, people who have that job, that they were like posting TikToks of their jobs. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of dope. That'd be a cool job. Like go in and Wait, clean up their murder their scenes. TikToks yes, of people of murder who. Murder cleaners. Yeah, murder cleaners. <laughs> 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 I think that's what they're called. Yes, yes, I have.
1: I don't. What, you? I don't believe that. I don't know. So what? Would if it's staged, were they doing then they the did a TikTok? really good job.
0: They were showing the the like murder scene. They were being like, "This is where this person was killed. Look this at all is... this like." No, it's real. I how saw them. You, I saw them on the you internet. you
1: don't
0: have TikTok, how did you find this? Be- mm, TikTok infiltrates every <laughs> form of social media. It's just there. Okay. Anyway, I believe it and it looked cool, and I was like, "That'd be kind of a cool job. You should look into it." Oh. <laughs> okay, anywhere. So,
1: what are, what are they called? Murder cleaners?
0: I don't know. That's what you said. I don't think that's what they're called. Um, you look it up while I am keep telling the rest of the story. So anyway, Ken was mad. Jonathan's in the house, scrubbing the blood out of the basement. So Ken was trying everything. Ken tried to file an eviction notice for Jonathan to get him out of the house. Apparently he tried to change the locks three times. Um, so he was pissed. He was trying to get Jonathan out there, and Jonathan's like, hell no, don't fuck with me. And, oh, and so I found this, which is super rad. So, if Ken proved guilty, so at that point, you know, they didn't know for sure, and they were like, if if he's proved guilty of this crime, there's the Slayer Statute, which I was like, that's, that's a rad band name, <laughs> Slayer Statute, which basically means... That, um, you can't get inheritance if you're proved liable for death. So, like, obviously that makes sense. Um, so Ken's probably, you know, he's probably shaking in his boots a little bit. He's getting a little nervous. And, anyway, so with all this, there's, like, a year that's going on. A year of just fucking craziness. And, again, like, the sister and all the friends are just, like, what the fuck? Come on, police department, like why haven't you named Ken, like, let's get on this, like, we want justice for these people, um, apparently there was, like, 50 search warrants that happened, like, so during this year, there was, like, 50 search warrants, and 500 pieces of evidence that were there, and so it just kind of felt like a, like, a waiting game for the family and friends, where they're, like, super confused, and they're, like, you know, calling the DA every day, and calling the police department, and they're just, like, hey, like, no, we can't really tell you anything right now. Like, we're working on it, but we can't tell you shit. Um, and then, so they're working on it and working on it. They have all this fucking evidence, all this, all this shit. And then one day, they got a new lead prosecutor by the name of Matt Nelson. And he came in and was like, you guys are taking too long. And he found a key link. And so one of the other guys, you know, probably trying to like cover his own ass for taking so long was like, you know, it quote, but you look at the same evidence every day. Sometimes you miss something. And so Matt came in and found this key link, which they still haven't, they haven't released what it is yet, which I'm very eager to learn what this key link was. Again, this is like currently ongoing. So there's a lot of information that's going to keep coming out and we'll keep covering it. Cause I just like I need to know, and this key link is driving me insane. Cause I'm just, are you still looking up? Yeah. What murder pretty, cleaner?
1: What's it? There's so many companies. There's, there's aftermath homicide cleanup. These are all just in Oregon. Oh, that's
0: dope. Aftermath there's, homicide there's cleanup. There's
1: bio management, and it says that most homeowners insurance covers it. And I don't know. It's kind of it's pretty.
0: What most homeowners yeah. insurance covers. Um. Murder
1: cleaners takes the jobs take two to eight hours. I guess it just kind of depends, and <laughs>
0: kind of depends. Yeah, they're on called the moon. crime
1: scene cleaners, known as bio. That sounds
0: fake. I, crime scene bio fears.
1: remediation specialists and forensic cleaners.
0: I wonder what kind of schooling you have to. I don't know, get but to have that job.
1: They're not making too much money. I would. Um, I would say.
0: What's their average salary?
1: According to uh, or hourly May wage, twenty nineteen, it was a. Uh, Close to forty four thousand a year, which what fuck? Well, that's that's not that's more not, not for that. I
0: would well, I would do that for free. So that would be you, and you know you would too, no. at least for a day. You'd volunteer. That's more than I'm making right now. I'll tell you that. Yeah, but no,
1: I would, I would, I would have guessed dealing with biohazard, and like that's not that's like that's like the job where nobody wants to be a garbage man or like a person that own like cleans up the porta potties, right? Oh, dirty They're, jobs. They like are supposed to make a lot of money. And then the crime scene people, these are hazardous jobs that like they can you know, mm-hmm. there's there's bodily fluids uh involved and I think that's like I feel like you should at least make 70k easy. Anyways, all these companies work uh, any time of the like some of them are stating there, any time of the day, 24 hours, because I guess, you know, mur- you never know when a murder might happen.
0: Murder has no schedule.
1: No time.
0: It goes by its own rules.
1: And it's, and no will, no way.
0: I don't know why you keep saying that. What does that mean? Uh,
1: you said that he had no will.
0: And you said no way. He <laughs> said no way, friend.
1: Uh, all right, go ahead. i uh, I'm I'm done with this. Okay. I would have I would have gladly sent my resume. Uh if anybody out there needs somebody, uh my starting price is 70,000 a year though.
0: 70k a year, but you will you will make it spotless. You'll be able to see your reflection in that
1: and then title, and then we'll sage the place.
0: Mm, got to. Got to after that. Okay. Continue. So, anyway, even though you kind of spoiled this part for me, because I made it like, oh, it was going to be a big shocking thing, but it's fine, whatever. I'm going to be too lazy to go try to find it and edit it out of this episode. So, it took so long because, bum, 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 there was a second person involved. Again, you already said that, so that's <laughs> not even exciting anymore. <laughs> um, So, the second person involved. Here we go, more... <laughs> familial ties was Ken's nephew. Okay? Ken.
1: Was it Ken's nephew? Ken's or Ray's
0: nephew. Ray's nephew? No, Ken's nephew. Ray was murdered. Younger. Right. Ken. Uh, well, I guess it was his nephew,
1: too, because they were brothers.
0: Oh, God. <laughs>
1: <laughs> A strong family tree. No,
0: I literally can't. All right. Uh, yes, no, fuck me right up.
1: Well, if you... If you and your sister had a nephew, like that would still be your. They're, yes, they're, but
0: they only share the same dad, so something riddle me that. It's something. All right. Well, I can't figure it out, and I don't want to right now. But anyway, so Ken's nephew, thirty-one-year-old Nathan Shane Detroit the second, and oh, let me just tell you, these guys look pretty scary. You cool. saw the picture of them. You saw the picture of them. I so, saw that.
1: well, yeah. But yeah. One guy, of course. I mean, the face tattoos were. In so yeah,
0: Nathan, Shane, Detroit. Um. Again, yeah. He's a younger guy, thirty one. He has like this, like, it looks like you know when you're wearing. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not rich enough to ski, but if you know, <laughs> if you're wearing ski goggles, and it leaves like that mark on your nose and chin. So like, does that line? If
1: somebody pulled a prank and put ink around. Yeah, your ski goggles. but just
0: the bottom part. <laughs> but yes. Like, yeah, it's just a line. Like, a dark line tattoo. And, anyway, they both just look a little... a little. I just wouldn't want them creeping into my bedroom in the middle of the night, I'll tell you that.
1: Rough around the edges. A
0: little rough around the edges, yeah. And they were all like, okay, obviously, Ken here is the mastermind. Nathan's his assistant.
1: Well, you said the one was a a prison guard, but Mm -hmm. does the other... Do they have a criminal backgrounds
0: that is a good question and i will try to look into that further but nathan i couldn't find literally shit about the so
1: 31 year old
0: yeah huh um like i have no clue and that's like it's such a mystery and again i'm very early into my um detective skill journey here into trying to wow. research and things but I'll try to find more but I couldn't find anything about Nathan um, and like why like what was his, I mean obviously his motive was like money I'm sure Ken was like hey I'll catch you in help me help me murder these fools we'll get the, all the money from the estate I mean it just seems like a really like poorly planned it seems like comedic almost like, how did they think that they weren't going to know it was him? Like, they've been having this huge public, like, legal battle over the estate. Like, who's going to get the money? I want the money. No, I want the money. And then he shows up dead, and then he's were like, oh, like, cool, I get all the money.
1: Where they, where is it, like, it's my money. I want it now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Opened up the windows. It's my money, and I want it now. (laughs) Yeah, it's probably exactly like that. But I'm like, obviously, you guys are gonna get caught. You're dumb. You're dumb as hell. Like, could have been like a little sneakier about it. Just doesn't make any sense. Um. So yeah, I'm just like, what part does Nathan play in all this? I want to know more about him. I'll try to find if they have some criminal record again. Things are going to keep coming out. They were both arrested Friday, October 1st, um two counts each of first degree premeditated murder and conspiracy to commit murder. So, I feel like premeditated and conspiracy to commit murder are kind of the same things. Like basically, I guess saying that. It's like it wasn't just this random like oh, we got into a fight, and now I'm mad and I killed you. Like, it was like, right. let's chat about it. Let's sketch out a plan here. It's drop a blueprint. And let's figure out how to murder these people. So I think that's what that is. But anyway, they sound kind of the same to me. Um, so as of right now, they're locked up. They're not allowed contact with each other at this point. Neither have entered pleas to the charges... They have their arraignment on Monday, so we're gonna, we're gonna begin. 11th? Oh, I don't fucking know what day Monday is. Yeah. I don't even know what today is, but Monday, coming up. Um, so we'll find out more information then, I'm guessing. Again, I want to know what this key link was that, like, proved, like, oh, here's how... Because, I mean, the, you know, police and everyone were saying, like, oh, of course, like well, we knew what we were doing the whole time. We just had to wait to get enough evidence to prove there was two people, because, I mean, I do get, like, and they already said, um, if we just arrested Ken, you know, Nathan would have been like, bye, deuces, I want to go, go live in Mexico now. I'm going to cross the border. I mean, it sounds like, actually, they were idiots, so we probably wouldn't have, but, you know, they were like, oh, if we arrest one of them, then that one's going to gonna book it, going to disappear. So they were just waiting until or they gathering, could. gathering, I think, i
1: think gathering enough evidence to oh. to prove that he
0: was involved oh yeah to really like once we get him like right. so that they could put him away mm-hmm. um yeah so i'm very curious to uh, hear how they finally were able to like pin it on Nathan as well and anyway the family is uh, so relieved there's been a million stories of them just being like Oh, finally, like, I can breathe a sigh of relief. Like, I can't even imagine. I can't imagine, like, someone you love and care about being murdered and, like, everyone knows who it is. And, like, for a year, they're just out, like, living their best life, like, walking around, like, doing whatever the fuck they want.
1: Well, and for a year, Ken was just still in Bend? I don't... Hanging out?
0: Well, it sounded like it because he was trying to keep, um jonathan from you know he was like sending eviction notices like going and changing the locks on the house to try to get him out of there so yeah i think he was staying close to the house because he wanted the money and he was like i think he thought he was smarter Hmm. than the system smarter than a fourth grader that's a show he was not spoiler alert he was dumb Um and it was kind of sad. So Natasha's father was quoted saying, "I won't feel good until the indictment comes down and they are formally charged." He says, "I don't want him dead. I want him to suffer." And it was funny because in the quote, like in the article, it actually said, "I want him like E M instead of them." (laughs) I want him. Yeah, I want. I don't want him dead. I want him to suffer. So I was like, "Okay, Daddy." I'm sorry, not... I'm I sorry. I know. I know you don't. <laughs> um, But yeah, so that's crazy. Everyone must feel like pretty good having them at least behind bars right now. And we will follow up after the arraignment and after we hear more. And yeah, I think that's pretty much all I have uh,
1: Yeah, I read... Well, I just read too something briefly that I guess... Obviously I don't know who had the t- I guess it's not the title what what is it who owned the house as of recently, but uh it was on the market, and the neighbors ended up they ended up buying it so the neighbors now own it oh shit so I'm sure they're gonna flip it and reverse it
0: to what oh A like haunted house rent? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm like but- this
1: Okay, Gene,
0: Bob's Burgers, quote, that
1: they're going to rent it out and make some fucking money, and nobody's gonna tell the tenants that- the They have to tell have. them,
0: they have to tell them. Actually, I don't really know. I, I, you know. I could be one of those things that's like an urban legend this whole time, or not an urban legend, uh, something, <laughs> a myth that you have to tell people. And yeah, you don't have. I know the boys. Oh, last podcast, the boys—they're my—they're my really close friends. The boys that do last podcast on the left, they're probably some of my best friends. We're really close, so I call them the boys. We have like cute little nicknames for each other. Um, I feel like they just talked about it recently, though, where they were saying like, for I think that's only true for like. Uh, years or something like if it's within a certain amount of years you have to tell people and then if it's been longer than whatever x amount of years you don't have to anymore so who knows but I could be totally making that up but anyway it's a spooky story it's weird to be so like have it be so close that's again local that's the city we are currently residing in and yeah we will have to tell you we'll at least do a quick spooky story of the murder in our home well i don't know if the murder actually took place in our home but we still but get we don't not know but we don't not know as well <laughs> yeah and we still get mail for this chick to our house quite often hmm? so that's hmm. spooky letters to a ghost do they even know they're wasting their time
1: it sounds like a nicholas sparks book <laughs> <laughs> Letters to a ghost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty sure that is a book.
0: Okay, well that's that's it for my my story. Anything else? How are we so on time? Spooky? I don't know. Let's keep track of that. We are at forty one minutes.
1: Um Yeah, I don't know.
0: Oh we're gonna be Oh uh, god, I feel so gay, like I don't want to be like oh, merch or whatever, but we are like not as like merch, but we're getting some like t-shirts <laughs> and say, Why are
1: you are The like I
0: don't know merch. merch. sounds funny. Merchandise. Um some like shirts and hats with like the um spooky and sober logo on it cuz it's just really cute and we'll see if anybody can't wants some. I
1: say it's really cute.
0: It is cute. It's I've... spooky cute. Oh god. <laughs> It's spooky cute. Ugh. Um, but other than that, that's pretty much it. Again, hail me. Thirty days.
1: Hail sobriety. I think the next episode we should do some some movie reviews for it. we've been watching oh, some yeah. new trying to find new scary movies. Uh and and classics, of course. We watch uh I mean all throughout the year, but uh we've watched a few New ones, super host, and uh, we watched. What was the escape room? Oh yeah, the second, the second escape
0: room, tournament of champions or something. Um, we're gonna be. I mean, we watched some crappy scary movies too. Like we know that these aren't high end, but we also are going to watch tonight the Forever Purge, which again is what like, the sixtieth installment of the Purge movies, but.
1: That's getting That's, up, it's
0: getting up there to the Saw movies for sure. Yeah. Um, I think Land Before Time has, has everybody. That was our dog. <laughs> you heard some growling. It was just our little puppy dog. <laughs> She's just adding to the spooky ambiance <laughs> of the podcast. Um, but yeah, we'll do some like spooky movie reviews. Um, oh, we're going to go see scream is having its 25th anniversary and on sunday we're gonna be going and seeing it in the movie theater so we're super stoked on that
1: yeah wearing our scream gear yeah Ghostface.
0: hell yeah that's a mask y'all wear a mask into the movie theater so might as well make it a Ghostface mask huh right 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 uh, but yeah other than that nothing much all right happy october
1: We'll see you real soon.
0: I drank a pumpkin spice latte today.
1: White. You're a white girl. I know.
0: Basic. Okay. Well.
1: Stay spooky.
0: Yeah. Keep coming back. Stay Keep it spooky.